Hello, my name is Natasha Wilson and I'm a leadership explorer, coach and consultant. I am intrigued and fascinated by human abilities to lead and create positive change. I am to capture wisdom and stories, to share human experiences and learn from each other. Today, I'm delighted to welcome Charlotte. Charlotte, you are a researcher in ecology in France, and I'm really so happy to have you today. I just want to set the context and share with our listeners how we met. So uh, do you want to tell us a little bit about the program and how we connected? We met through Homeworld Bound, which is a leadership initiative, and you are my coach in this adventure. So we met through coaching sessions. You helped me define my leadership style, actually. Let's have a look a little bit on uh, on your motivation to join Homeward Bound and, and what you're getting out of this um, leadership program that is actually specifically designed for women in science. That's interesting because when I heard about Homeward Bound, I didn't really didn't focus on the leadership. I focused on women in STEM, on um, environmental defense um, protection. To be honest, I really learned the meaning of leadership during my homeward bound uh, lectures and talks with the other participants. I don't know, leader, to me, it resonates like something bad linked to hierarchy, competition, high responsibilities. Now, um, more than a year of leadership training later, it's really a big surprise to me to, to be here and to <laughs> define myself as a leader in the making. And that is a journey. And maybe it's about taking this role importantly in the sense that we are leaders. You are leading a team, you know, and, uh, and you are leading in your field. And uh, we'll define a little bit more maybe throughout this podcast what leadership means. And, and, and maybe it's more about influencing and impact than just a, a job title and, and experience and, and status. Maybe you want to tell us a little bit about, you know, your love for ecology and what you're doing in terms of, uh, of your passion and your specific research interests. Sure. So I'm studying migratory birds and I'm mostly studying what we call population dynamics. So it's to understand how the population size varies and how human activities, for example, can impact bird population. So I try to understand the impact of human activities, but also understand how birds migrate to the habitat. I started to study birds during my master degree. But I choose ecology because I was interested in everything in the world. When I was um, walking in the mountains, when I was uh, with friends outside, I was always uh, listening to nature, looking at nature. And now we always see the impact of human almost everywhere. That's why I wanted to study this and really make a difference. I only have a scientific background and I wanted to make a difference. And I think that's where leadership also comes. I realized it was not enough to give a voice to my, like to have only science to give a voice to my fights and to properly do something. Now I learned a lot about leadership and how also to make things, to make change, I think. And I want to learn more also to manage my team, but also to have an impact, how to make science-based decision making and how to talk about this subject. Charlotte, we're quite interested in this podcast on how 
leaders in the making are dealing with specific challenges they are faced with. So can you share a story with us on, on how you were uh, you managed to overcome a challenge you were faced with? For me, I had to learn how to be alone. Loneliness was really a challenge for me. And when I got my permanent job, I went to a, a part of France where I knew no one, but also where I had a very small team in a remote place and I was alone and I'm not used to that. I'm used to be surrounded by a lot of people. So I had to learn to know myself and that's during this time that I took um, the opportunity and took the courage to apply to Home Outbound. People are, this is something very important to me to have uh, social relationships and it's still very important and now that I'm back in um, a bigger uh, city with a I mean, surrounding with uh, friends and more colleagues, I feel much better. But at the same time, I was really happy to to learn more about myself. And I think people should take this time, not only uh, by being alone. <laughs> I don't wish that. For me, I needed that to really stop. If we all take some time to think about what we want, what are our values and so on, I think that's very important. That's also what I liked about Home Outbound. When I applied, just the application form was really, really interesting because they asked some personal, insightful questions and you have to think about who you are, why you want to join this um, adventure and so on. So yeah, I just wanted to share this because I think that's something we sometimes forget. Absolutely. And this need to understand who we are and what we want and potentially areas that we need to improve on is really so critical, isn't it? I think it's interesting that you you had that forced upon you a little bit when you, when you were in a remote area. And yet you also... Uh, took on the challenge to join, you know, leadership program that is 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 wonderful, but also quite demanding because it requires self-assessment. It requires the chance to really listen and think about what you want to do. So I have a uh, another question for you. And um, we've all lived, you know, one year just about to date uh, of this this pandemic. And I'm kind of intrigued to see if there is any learning as well through this uh, this this period that you would want to to share uh, maybe with your younger self? I would say uh, maybe be kind to yourself and you're not going to reach the, the goals you, you wanted to reach in 2020. And it doesn't matter, actually. Maybe tell myself to take this time to calm down, right? Instead of running behind things that I, I won't do anyway. For me, for example, working from home was really hard. And I, I try to do things and I plan things that were always cancelled. So I would rather say to myself, do what you can do and don't try to, to plan things because, yeah, uncertainty was really the word that I would use to define last year. And it has been a year of uncertainty uh, for all of us. And we're still unsure of, on, on what is going to happen next. So I suppose this this continues uh, recently, I know that you just came back from a, an amazing field trip for your research. Still during the pandemic, and, and if you think about it, even in, uh, in normal times, those field trips are quite tricky to set up and organize. So I'm kind of interested in the experience you had in traveling almost around the world to, to carry out this field trip with, uh, with another team of, of researchers. What was it like for you, Charlotte? What was the, the learning and the experience? 
people are going to be jealous because I forgot COVID-19 during three weeks in January. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was lucky uh, to go to French Polynesia to study birds again, to put some GPS devices uh, on birds. What was really crazy was really to forget what is happening now worldwide with this uh, pandemic. And yeah, we were in very remote areas, in inhabited islands, and doing yeah great research that could um, protect uh, populations because um, I'm going to tell very quickly what we did. But um, as you know, maybe animals are known to anticipate extreme natural events, sometimes better than we do. And maybe you heard some stories uh, animals going higher in the mountains or deeper in the forest before the arrival of a tsunami. And with this study, uh, we aim to study the behavior of these birds prior to extreme climatic events, like tsunami, for example. Right. So if we are able to prevent these events early enough, it can really save people and populations. And I think, it, you know, from my perspective, and I'm sure some of our listeners will uh, agree with that, it's also requires bravery to travel, you know, around the world to, to do this in the midst of the pandemic. If we forward a little, Charlotte, I'm kind of interested in how we can shape the future and the role of scientists as yourself, and especially women scientists. So maybe my question here is around uh, the role of women in science and, and your role, you know, what it is that you are, you want to influence and do more of? Before I got a permanent job, I didn't really realize the disparities between the men and women. I had never talked with people about gender disparities and inequalities. And Homework Bound really helped me to identify what was going wrong. So that was really a strength for me to say, okay, now I have figures. I know gender facts, the gender disparities. I know what gender bias may mean. Also, I realized that uh, visibility is very important and we don't see a lot of women in STEM in the media or, uh, yeah, again, in politics or decision making. And I think that's, that's really interesting because sometimes we take things for granted and we, we don't always see the challenges in front of us. And it takes a program, a network, a chance to discuss our experiences to actually understand that there are biases. And, and that is very true. You know, it is, it is really obvious the data shows that they are underrepresentation of women in science um, and STEM, you know, in general. So I'm kind of really like what you're saying in the sense that you are a scientist and you are working in ecology and believing really in what you're doing there. And also, you know, trying to identify and promote more gender equality, you know, in that in that field. Yeah. So you can do you can do both. And that, again, that visibility and that voice is something that that is really quite critical, isn't it? I, I hear so many scientists that are just you know really busy with their science and and maybe not taking on any other roles. So you can do two things and do it well. If we don't have women to take decisions, there is a, after that a real problem of. Um, democracy. That's wonderful, Charlotte. So we're coming to the end of our podcast. And I was wondering if there were any other pearls of wisdom you want to share with us. Yeah, I wanted to share something, just a quick thing. But uh, if you can just take a few minutes at the end of this podcast to think about a woman who inspired you, because unconsciously, we tend to forget a woman model, woman scientist, as I said, 
just think about a colleague, a friend, a sister who gave you a useful advice, an encouraging smile, or who did something that you admire. And if you feel you need to share this story, either write to that person to thank her, congratulate her, or share her work on social media, whatever you want. And even if it's just spending one minute thinking about her, it's um, really a, an amazing gift to yourself and to the cause of gender equality. A big thanks to our guests today for a wonderful conversation on their leadership journey. To find out more about my podcast and my work, please check my website at cambridgeinsights.co.uk or you can always find me on LinkedIn and I'd be really happy to connect with you. Thank you for listening. <laughs>